Good morning. We got Eddie Lopez. This will be his first time speaking with us. Uh, he was born and raised in Connecticut and the youngest of seven. He's married to his elementary school crush and has eight kids, 13 grandkids, and another on the way. He's got that one down. At the age of 12, he turned to drugs and alcohol and later joined a street gang as he traveled down the road of destruction. At age 22, Eddie was sentenced to life in prison. But that morning, largely because of a praying mother, his sentence was overturned and instead was given five years probation with the completion of a Christian drug and alcohol rehabilitation program called Teen Challenge. It was there that his life was changed forever. He has been clean and sober for 30 years. He currently works with the Royal Rangers Ministry as Divisional Director for Central Florida, as well as recently taking on a position at their, on their national level. Royal Rangers evangelizes, equips, and empowers the next generation of Christ-like men to become lifelong servant leaders. Eddie loves family time, the outdoors, and motorcycles. He has been coming to Ironman for a year now and says it is one of, his best thing, one of the best things he has chosen to do in his life. And so it's a pleasure to introduce to you and uh, let him share. This is Eddie Lopez. Good morning, gentlemen. As you all heard, my name is Eddie Lopez. The reason why I wore the shirt today is because I'm sitting at the military table. Never been in the military. I've been in my own style of military, which is the Royal Rangers. Pretty big group. We're in over 90 countries worldwide. We're now uh, being seen as missionaries uh, because we're connected with U.S. missions. So we're local missionaries. My story today is try to be uh, short and sweet this morning. Today, we're going to speak about uh, Gideon, the underqualified. I'm pretty sure that we all can relate to feeling some type of way in our lives of being underqualified. Me personally, I never thought that I would be where I'm at today, living the life that I lived. Just caught on drugs, alcohol, being in street gangs, always being told you'll never amount to anything. Could anything good come out of, they asked Jesus, could anything good come out of Nazareth? And they asked me one time, could anything good come out of Stanford, Connecticut? I am a product of something good could come out of what goes into God's hands. Amen. So the underqualified, lacking significant qualifications such as adequate education and experience for a particular job or an assignment. The jobs that we carry, whether it's on our day-to-day -day life or whether it's in ministry, sometimes we feel that we're not qualified, that we're just not set up for that. I had put together a whole bunch of things and my wife sat down with me on Wednesday and she says, you need to pertain it to yourself a little bit more because a lot of the guys have read the book or have read the story in the book of Judges. Pertain it to yourself. Let them know what, you know, um, what God and how you can relate to Gideon himself. As I read in chapter four, I saw myself in so many ways in the area of God speaking to me loud and clear. First, when he said that you're going to be a father, this is 36 years ago. My firstborn is 36 years old. I have eight kids, yes. And I also have 13 grandkids. I'll be 53 on Tuesday, so started young. I never thought that that God would, would, would work with me in, in such a way. Where not only he gives me so many kids and so many grandkids, but he puts me to work in a kid's ministry. You know, who am I? You know, at, at times I would be sitting in a park and I would hear parents say, stay away from him. You know, he's a drug dealer. Or stay away from him. He's a gang leader. Or, or, you know, just stay away. And here I am today dealing with all of these boys because we, we mainly work with boys. We're a boys mentoring ministry. And to be able to help them travel down a road that they don't have to go through the same things that I went through in life, man, it's, it's all. It, 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 I mean, it just it builds so much inside of you that you, you're making an impact in these boys' lives. 
Funny, the more I say I, I can't do this anymore, the more and more positions and the more and more doors were being opened for me. Every time that I would open up my mouth and I would say, ah, I can't do this, there's another door that's open. I never thought that I would be part of national staff. Never in my mind. I, I mean, I have a problem reading. I left school when I was uh, 12 years old. I graduated high school. I paid my way through high school. I bought my, uh, my C's from my teachers. I paid them off so that I can get a high school diploma. I had a third grade reading level and comprehension level for many years. And by reading the word of God, my reading has gotten a little better and the comprehension has gotten a lot better. So I thank God for the, you know, sometimes we look at the Bible and it says, what, what can we possibly learn? There's a lot that you can learn. And it's more than just a Bible study, just a Bible study that you could pick up from that. God uses that to teach us in so many different ways that we can, that we can ever imagine. Once again, I say, you know, one of the, the words that hurt me the most was, you'll never amount to anything. But God shows his love. In 1 Corinthians 1.27, we read, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. And that is so true. He did it for Gideon. Gideon says, I'm the weakest. I'm, I'm definitely the weakest from, you know, from my clan. Why me? God says, because I've chosen you and this is what you're going to do. I remember saying, like Gideon, show me signs. And then I questioned God when he showed me the signs, always believing I was not good enough. I love the fact that Gideon thought he needed all of these people around him. We saw last week how uh, Jason spoke about um, the, the faithful ones to him with the 32,000 that uh, were with him. And then it was broken down to 300. Sometimes we look to be in big crowds. And I'll tell you, the reason why I look to be in big crowds was because of this. Was because I didn't know how to be a leader. I wanted to be a follower. And I knew that there was somebody in that crowd that was a leader. So I would follow. And that was probably Gideon's problem as well. He was in this big crowd and he says, well, they'll be my leaders and I'll be sitting behind and I'll be a follower. But God, God chose different. God says, no, I'm going to prune these people out of your life, you know, and I'm going to make you the leader that you are, that I've called you to be. Sometimes big groups will hold you back from what God wants you to do. Remember, he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. That's, that to me is like, you know, he called me. Out of so many different men, he chose to call me. I felt like the Moses. I felt like the Abraham that we've read about so far. I felt like Joseph because I was traded by my own, by my own people. My dad had kicked me out. My mom didn't want to know nothing to do with me. My siblings, they turned their backs on me. I had nobody. I turned to the streets in New York. I was homeless for 17 months, living out of a cardboard box, eating out of garbage cans, not showering for six months. Six months, I didn't see water. And I came home like the prodigal son two days before Thanksgiving. I remember getting out of the car and my dad running up to me. He was in shorts. It was cold. It was November. This was in Connecticut. He had to take me into the shower and he had to cut my clothes off to get it off of my back. So I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. I know what it is to be there and feel underqualified once again. But God, <laughs> but God, but God, Joe, right? You just have to trust in him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path smooth and straight. Can't be any straighter than what it is right now. Do I go through ups and downs? Yes, but I trust in God. We also need to remember who we were called to be. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. When somebody tells you you're never going to amount or you are not, just remember, man. God's promises and God's word is greater than anybody else's. And when he says in his word that you are a chosen generation, you are a royal priesthood, set aside, believe it, believe it. If I would have believed all the lies, I would still be lost. 
It was the underqualified person who chose to believe different in all glory and honor to God. I stand here before you. On May 27, 2022, Brian Broadway was speaking in downtown Winter Garden. That was my first Ironman. I had given up. I had given up on life. I had given up on everything because being in ministry doesn't necessarily protect you from going through things. I just wanted to end it. For a week, I struggled with thoughts of suicide. My wife sits down and she goes, look, this Iron Man thing popped up on my Facebook. Why don't you go to it? I said, I don't want to listen to none of that garbage. My daughter comes in the room five minutes later and she goes, hey, pops, look, they got an Iron Man thing going on. I'm like, I don't listen to none of that garbage. I take my phone and I go into my hiding place. What's your hiding place? The bathroom, right? Nobody could bother you in there. You're sitting on the throne. You're in there by yourself. I got my phone in my hand. I open up Facebook and what's the first thing that pops up? <laughs> Iron Man. So I don't say a word. I stay very quiet. I put the address. I set my alarm. I was up at five o'clock that morning. I go outside right away, trying not to wake up anybody. And I head out and I get there. And I was lost. I didn't know. I had two gentlemen approach. Joe was one of the first ones that came up to me. They saw the hurt in me. I can truly say that that day my life was rechanged all over again. I was saved all over again. As iron sharpens iron, so shall men sharpen men. Once again, I'm part of the military table. I've never been in the military, but I do watch a lot of movies. And one of the movies, it says black ops, right? Leave no man behind. And that's what I believe in. I believe in leaving no man behind. We're a clan here, man. And, you know, I believe that we're here for a reason, not just a season. We're here to make a difference. We're losing a generation. We have lost a whole generation. What are we going to do to make a difference? Are we just going to keep it within these four walls? Or are we going to represent the way God has called us? I love wearing that Iron Man shirt, but I also love wearing my Royal Ranger shirts because it remind, it's a constant reminder of where I've been and where God has saved me from. I apologize for my shortness in this, but I hope that you were able to get something out of this that even though you feel that you might be underqualified, it's not about how you feel. It's about that God has set you aside and he has chosen you. Just give in to him. If you haven't yet, give totally into him, man. You know, we all wear Iron Man shirts and, and one of the, I mean, the greatest thing, I, I love it, you know, is um, and my, my son goes, man, dad, you should just get it tattooed. I says, I should. Because I, I, I love this ministry. I love this. I have, I have very few loves in my life. And I, I got to say, Iron Man is definitely one of my loves. I thank you once again for your time. And to hear my part. Thank you, Eddie. I think an Iron Man tattoo would be a first. I don't, unless some of you guys have them in places that I've never seen and know about, but uh, that'd be pretty cool. Thank you, Eddie, for sharing your story. That's what it's all about, man. We're so glad that you're here and a, a part of part of Iron Man. We're going to spend the rest of the morning at our tables, guys. Eddie created three questions around this morning's talk, and um, I'm going to pass the, the floor over to uh, our table captains.